The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. Buzz Burbank, news and comment. Friday, November 4th, 2016. From the one-man worldwide newsroom, this is free and independent news, made possible when you shop through the Amazon links on my webpage at buzzburbank.com. We are disgusted, more than 8 out of 10 of us are, with American politics as it stands in this election year. A new CBS News New York Times poll shows 82% of us repulsed by the campaign, and a majority of us think the ugliness and division is so great, neither candidate will be able to bring the country back together. That disgust is cited as one reason so many people have voted early this year, to get it over with. With Clinton the likely winner, Republican lawmakers say they'll launch immediate, multiple investigations, possibly even jumping right to impeachment, combined with the refusal of many Trump supporters to accept a Clinton win. Oddsmakers and Electoral College maps say Hillary Clinton will win the election, but most polls agree in the popular vote she and Donald Trump are in a virtual tie with the vote just four days from today. Clinton still leads by a pinch, but still within the margin of error. She lost six points of her lead thanks to a late-in-the-game innuendo by the Republican head of the FBI. If there's a trend in the polls, it's toward Trump. NBC News says as of today, Clinton would win by 7%. The LA Times says Trump would win by 5%. One poll calls it a tie, although most polls and the average of those polls brings her lead to just over two points with a three-point margin of error. Up until now, Donald Trump hasn't spent much money on advertising by today's standards. That's changed in the final weeks and days leading up to Tuesday's election. To the disdain of voters who feel they've heard enough already, and despite studies that show the ads do very little good, Trump and Clinton have both beefed up their ad buys. The Republican National Committee's tossed in another $3 million now on top of what Trump is currently spending. And Clinton has more than doubled the number of her ads, from $14 million worth a week to nearly $32.5 million. In the run-up to this week, Clinton has spent nearly $10 million to Trump's nearly eight. You got a taste of the increased ad spending in the final game of the World Series. That was a good buy. 40 million people were watching that game, the most viewers for a series in 25 years. You'll see even more political ads in the course of Sunday's football marathon. Because of the political nature of Stephen Colbert and his audience, it's his late-night show that gets the most ad buys from the candidates. Both candidates. Clinton advertised on the premiere of FX's American Horror Story to try to reach the young people she needs at the polls. That was another good buy, since it reached over 8 million people, including nearly 6 million younger voters. There are several strong arguments for not even covering this story, but it does illustrate how a hateful, divisive candidate can move us off the real issues we'll have to face after next week's election. First off, former Ku Klux Klan leader David Duke has almost zero chance of getting elected to the U.S. Senate. But he's running, and because Duke's polling at a little over 5%, he made the cut to be part of a debate between six of the two dozen people running to fill a vacant Senate seat in Louisiana. But the Klansman was not welcome at the site of the debate, the historically black Dillard University in New Orleans. Students protested outside, chanting, No Duke, no KKK, no fascist USA. The students tried to force their way into the debate, but were pushed back by police with pepper spray. Inside, the auditorium was virtually empty. 
closed to the voters who wanted to see the candidates in person. Even reporters were kept in a separate room to watch only on a TV monitor. And to the bigger point of this story, the moderators tried to ask about the real issues facing the good people of Louisiana, but despite their efforts, the night would not be about issues. It would be about the other five made-the-cut candidates lashing out at David Duke. For his part, Duke yelled over the other candidates, tossed about racially and ethnically charged comments, and claimed the feds were out to get him. When it was his turn to speak, he attacked what he called the Jews at CNN, who have reported on the sex assault accusations against the presidential candidate Duke supports. When it was Duke's turn to make a closing argument, he accused Black Lives Matter of murdering cops and urging others to do the same, and he promised to defend police and white people if elected. Again, no real chance of Duke being elected, but he was there making noise and getting all the attention, including, sadly, even in this report, with no spotlight left over for the real issues facing the people who go back to their lives once the elections are over. The jury in the murder trial of former police officer Michael Slager will see that cell phone video after all. Lawyers for the ex-South Carolina cop tried to get the video excluded from the trial, saying it was prejudicial. The judge ruled the jury will be impartial after seeing all the evidence. Slager says he shot in self-defense because Walter Scott had snatched his taser. The prosecution says Slager is lying that the ex-officer planted the taser on the victim. The trial began yesterday with a prosecutor saying an unarmed man shot eight times. Eight times. One other note about the Chicago Cubs, who, to correct from yesterday, won that final game 8-7. to seven. Their victory parade throughout downtown Chicago is this morning. The Chicago River will be dyed blue for the occasion, just as it's dyed green for St. Patrick's Day. Now in its fourth year with three and a half million downloads, this is Buzz Burbank News and Comment on the Realm Network. Ready or not, it's time to start your holiday shopping, but you can save yourself time and money and give vital support to this free daily newscast when you do that shopping through my Amazon links at buzzburbank.com. Amazon's Black Friday store is already open with new bargains every single day, so check in often. You'll find fresh deals all season long on electronics, fitness gear, and everything for outdoor fun. Amazon's annual holiday toy list is up and running, too. There are three Kindle tablet models for under 100 bucks, and Amazon's still the best place to buy the amazing Echo and its offspring, Amazon Tap and the Amazon Dot for just $49.99. Art supplies, photo and video equipment, clothing, jewelry, Amazon has almost everything, and it can arrive at your door within two days with free shipping if you also join Amazon Prime through the links on my webpage. When you shop Amazon through the links at buzzburbank.com, you help sustain this free news. I know you have a choice of shows to support with Amazon. I'm extremely grateful when you shop through me. Just click the Amazon logo at buzzburbank.com and bookmark it. Yet another for-profit college has shut its doors, the fourth big one to go under just in the past year. Students at the 10 Heritage College campuses across the country reported to class this week only to find notes on the doors saying the place was shut down and why. Unlike some of the other privately run schools that have folded, Heritage had not been in trouble with the government for unethical practices that were so widespread at for-profit schools. Heritage just ran out of money, mainly because enrollment is down, partly thanks to the scandals at other schools and the intimidating college loan debt crisis. 
But students reading all this from those notes on the doors don't know what they're supposed to do about the loans they took out. Quoting a heritage student in Kansas, I don't know if I owe the government 20 grand even though I didn't get a degree. Also gone are Wright Career College, Brown Mackey College, and most recently, for deceptive practices, the TV-famous ITT Technical Institute. Penn State University will be paying for a long time for its cover-up of the sex abuse by former assistant football coach Jerry Sandusky. The federal government has now fined Penn State nearly $2.5 million for breaking the law that requires the reporting of a crime. It's the biggest fine ever levied by the feds against a school for this sort of violation. Sandusky had, for years, sexually abused younger boys he mentored, sometimes molesting them in the Penn State football locker room showers. That's on top of the tens of millions of dollars the school's paying out to settle other charges and other lawsuits related to the crimes of the elderly and now imprisoned Jerry Sandusky. Having lived and worked in Chicago's South Side, President Obama is a White Sox fan, but he tweeted after the Cubs' long-awaited World Series win this week, that's change even this South Sider can believe in. He also tweeted, want to come to the White House before I leave? The White House says the Cubs have been invited for a visit any time between now and January 20th, the president's last full day in office. Because of the preparation it will take, this business of the U.K. pulling out of the European Union will take two years. But there's one other thing standing in the way of that transition, a court ruling that says the pullout cannot begin until it's been approved by the parliament. Brexit, they call it, short for British exit, and it was passed by a vote of the United Kingdom's people, even though many admit they had no idea what they were voting on. And what if Parliament rejects the plan, a plan that forced Prime Minister David Cameron and others to resign, moving into power the people who pushed for Brexit? Pro-Brexit politicians and their supporters favor closing the border to immigrants, negotiating their own trade deals with other countries, and pulling out of the Paris Climate Agreement to reverse man-made global warming. Many of the same goals as Donald Trump. President Obama wants to be the guy who set up charging stations across the country for electric cars. With some help from the Transportation Department, he's created 48 charging routes that cross 35 states. Laid end-to-end, those routes total 25,000 miles, and that's on top of the seven routes that already existed. One immediate goal is a charging station every 50 miles. They would be all over the Midwest, the West, and the East. Another goal is to sell more electric cars and to get us to stop burning climate-changing gasoline. To that end, the president's helping 24 states find ways to cut costs for the makers of electric cars. His mother, having just died, Brian Adams of Jacksonville, Florida, made a plan for his future financial security. Instead of reporting his 80-year-old mother's death and making the usual arrangements, he buried her body in the backyard. And in the year that followed, he collected her pension and retirement checks. This week, Adams pleaded guilty to stealing from the government and using a false identity, collecting over $35,000. He could be facing up to 12 years in prison. Adams' financial security plan was undone when the local sheriff's office investigated his mother's disappearance. Arresting him required no extra paperwork since he was already wanted for violating parole on a meth possession charge. Be careful how you conduct yourself because you often don't know who you're dealing with. It won't be 23-year-old Dwayne Massey anytime soon because he's in jail right now after assaulting one of his customers at a Taco Bell in peaceful Salt Lake City. 
Police have not arrested the customer yet, but they may believe he brought it on himself. A 64-year-old man stormed into the restaurant to complain about an order. Police say, according to witnesses, he used some loud, rough language. He got his money back, but he continued to argue with young Mr. Massey, who escorted him out the door. As a female employee tried to break up the fight, the customer shoved her. That was more than Massey could handle, and he unleashed what the older man likely hadn't expected. Young Massey, it seems, had had some martial arts training, and when he saw the customer shove his female co-worker, it kicked in, literally. Massey used his second-degree green belt knowledge to kick the customer repeatedly. He's now charged with assault because the customer not only got severe bruises to his face, he had to have surgery on the artery that tore in his neck. Police are still considering whether to file charges against the customer for assault for shoving the co-worker. Perhaps when the customer gets out of the hospital, they can determine whether he's already paid for being a jerk. This weekend on the first Sunday in November, we switch back from daylight to standard time, setting our clocks back one hour when we go to bed Saturday night. Since daylight savings time is now opposed by businesses as well as farmers, there is increasing talk about doing away with the switch and keeping daylight time all year round. And finally, the people of Davis, California, are apparently living in some degree of fear of angry turkeys. Yes, aggressive turkeys, especially one known as Downtown Tom, have sent frightened citizens scrambling to dial 911. They're asking for police assistance to help get by a bully of a turkey. This is almost embarrassing, said one grown man on the emergency line. I'm trying to get to my office on G Street, and I have this huge turkey surrounding my car, circling me. I don't know what to do, said the caller. I don't want to run over it, but I can't stay in my car all morning. And there are other aggressive turkeys in that northern California town, about 40 of them by official estimate. So the city council has voted to spend over $20,000 on a trap and release program. That program includes a series of signs downtown providing tips on dealing with thug turkeys. Quoting a councilwoman, we can either proactively be part of the solution or we can have it come back to us when people have taken it into their own hands and someone gets seriously hurt. The advice from experts is don't let it intimidate you. Quoting one city wildlife specialist, be the dominant species. The approach of Thanksgiving may also take care of the problem. I'm Buzz Burbank. Have a great weekend. And thanks for supporting the shows and sponsors at buzzburbank.com. I'll be back Monday with another Buzz Burbank news and comment. Buzz, buzz. The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network.